Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's not the end of the song. Right. Well, the place is always crowded, and you're sure to find some room. <laughs> Where broken hearted lovers in the crowd away the gloom. Heartbreak Hotel. And it's crazy. I'm in the lobby, and there's so much heartbreak going on. I just wanted to drink a martini, but the bar is three deep. No one's serving me. I was getting a tip in this bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Does it keep going? No, I like it. Keep going. Right. Yeah, go. And then I eventually order a drink at the bar at the Heartbroken Hotel. And I go, thanks, mate. And I give them a tip, but not too much because my heart's broken and I, I'm not emotionally prepared to give all my money away yet. And so then I go and sit down and there's this beautiful blonde sitting at the other end of the bar. And I kind of wink at her and then she throws up in her lap. Because <laughs> she's so heartbroken. She's, no, she just doesn't fancy it. That's not a reason to vomit. Well, it is. I mean, just the very sight of me. Just, she, she, she pukes all over her knees. Well, the bellhop. Well, what's a bellhop? Bellhop. Is that the guy who answers the door and expects money? When, when you ring a bell, he's he, the he guy. Hops to it. That's he's the, the guy that at the door. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. here, here, here's the door that you could he, have opened he, yourself. Yeah, yeah. He's, he carries your luggage. Can I have some money? Yeah, yeah. He'll carry your luggage. That job is the biggest fucking racket. No, what he's no, in the not. world. No, you know, he has to be someone's bitch. Because yeah. it's not like if they didn't exist, you'd just be standing outside the hotel, mm. like going, fuck, how do I open the door? Mm. Like, if you just had your luggage and they went, and here's your room key, you wouldn't just stare at them and go, and how do I get my suitcase that I've been carrying around since yesterday? Right. And then I carried it on to, into a taxi and then through the airport, then checked it, and then collected it and then carried it again. How do I get that up to my room? I'm not saying it isn't a basic job. It's a racket. Well, you know, if you want to feel like a king, you go, you pop down to the hotel, you go, bellhop. You whistle or you clap at him. You, you click in his face. Just go, bellhop, listen. No, look at me. Look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> now look at me. And then, then he carries your luggage up. And then later on, yeah, about a couple I of don't. days, you, you throttle him and put him in your cupboard. And then uh, you get busted by the police. Like, well, the bellhop tears keep flowing. <laughs> and the desk clerk's dressed in black. Like being so long on Lonely Street Day. It's a convenient place for the Heartbreak Hotel. At the end of Lonely Street. Yeah. Because if it was on uh, Content Relationship Boulevard, yeah. you know. There would be tension. Yeah, or that, you know, the happy <laughs> yeah. couple cul-de-sac. Yeah, they wouldn't, yeah, the council will get together yeah. and go, look, I'm not entirely sure about this hotel. Yeah. Going at the end of this, the, the boulevard, frankly. <laughs> yeah, on Content Couple Boulevard. I think, you know. Do you think at the Heartbreak Hotel they did... Uh, Elvis Presley's favourite snack. 
What are you talking about? Do you know what that was? Do you know what his favourite snack was? Burgers? No, it was a baguette-length mm. piece of bread, whatever the American version, like a foot long. You mean a baguette? No, 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 because they don't have baguettes really in America. What do they call it? A foot long. They call it a foot long? No, a baguette's crusty. Americans call it a foot long. <sighs> a baguette's crusty, and this is just a long bread roll. Right. Right, why are you looking so confused? Well, baguette's two syllables, long bread roll. It just is a long, <laughs> longer journey to the same idea. I just so, assumed that they would fucking get with it's it. It's a long bread roll. Right. Right. Mayonnaise. Of course. Bacon. All right. Peanut butter. Wow. That's the first curveball. Wait wow. for it, wait for it. And then it's deep fried. The whole thing? De- the whole thing's deep fried. And then he eats it with a knife and fork? Well, no, then he eats it, he famously, he eats it on the shitter, doesn't he? <laughs> That's how Elvis died. <laughs> Well, so when does he take the amphetamines? Well, pre-post-gig. Yeah, pre-post-gig. Yeah, pre, yeah, pre, post, all right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was heading for it. Both the Elvis comeback specials, uh, he's sweating a bit too much. Yeah. I do wonder if in the Heartbreak Hotel he would have been able to get that snack, is my point. Right. Because that, that is seriously lonely and heartbroken, is when that you sat a, alone yeah. in a toilet eating a deep-fried peanut butter and bacon mm. long bread roll. Yeah, and the bellhop comes and knocks on the door. Mr. Yeah. Presley, <laughs> Mr. Presley, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Hey, now, if your baby leaves you oh. and you've got a tale to tell, just take a walk down Lonely Street to Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, yeah. It's the end of Lonely Street. Oh, uh, clues in the title. It's not surprising. If you go to Lonely Street, you'll find a Heartbreak Hotel. There's seven of them. <laughs> Yeah, isn't every premiere in? Yeah, a heartbreak hotel. In some way, yeah, on yeah, Lonely Street. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No one at a travel lodge is happy. They don't men- he doesn't me- mention vending machines in the, in the song. No, there's so he many should. things that he, he doesn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I went up to the vending machine And I couldn't get a mother's bar And I tried to shake the machine But it wouldn't yield up the lovely peanut butter Peanut butter, because I want to put it in my bag, yeah. Oh, and then I'm in a premiere in. But he, there are certain things Elvis missed out of the Heartbreak Hotel. What's that? Just the things you do after a breakup. Okay. You know, there's no verse about going to your ex-girlfriend's house at four in the morning and screaming at her from outside. Yeah, drunk darling. Yeah, or putting a shit through the letterbox of her new boyfriend. No. Yeah, there's none of that stuff. No. He misses out some crucial breakup things. Yeah. Well, I deleted your number. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Angry text. Yeah, but I know it by memory. So when I'm drunk, I'm gonna text you and say, get back with me. See? Mm-hmm. I killed a pigeon. <laughs> because I felt depressed, so I killed a pigeon. <laughs> you know. Yeah, tweezed out all my nostril hair just to feel some pain. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's none of that. No, none of that. Elvis. And it says that, that it says although it's always crowded, you still can find some room. Right. Yeah, but because then it's, it's, but then it's not that crowded, is it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we can share, bunk up. Do you reckon it's one of those hotels that's got bunk beds for you know what I mean, like a travelers hostel. Yeah. And you're just in there with a bunch of sad men who've been dumped with smelly feet. Yeah. Anyway, take your shoes off, guys. Get comfortable, and welcome to another exciting all new episode of the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 8th of March Hello. in the year 2017. Yep. Uh, what's going on? How are you? How's your week been? Has everything been good? Donald Trump. Right. What about that guy? Right? What's, he, what's up? Ooh. What's up with that? Ooh. Right. Donald. Ooh. Ooh. Donald, what are you doing? Right. President. Right. What's up with you with your tweets? 
I never thought we'd live in a world where you'd go, ah, oh, president's tweets, and that would be on the news. Hmm. What did the president tweet today? Right. I feel bad for Obama in this situation. Uh-huh. Obama. Right. Well, I don't feel bad for him. He's, because he's, he's shooting nine holes of somewhere. He should be doing 18 holes. Well, Did you know yeah, that golfers, golfers see nine holes as a joke? But he's tired. So they, they say if you do nine, that doesn't, that's not golf. Okay, he's shooting 18 holes and then he's ordering a drone strike even though he has no authority to do so. Tapping phone lines. Afterwards, yeah. No, but it must be bad for him to be like, well, I'm out of this now. You know, I'm going to go and super Michelle on the beach. You know, every day there must be some Secret Service guy coming up to you and go, uh, Mr. President, the new president has uh, done this today done that today he's blamed you for this and uh, he's trying to make you a scapegoat for that and he's accusing you of this so mm. that you tap that while he's been tapping other things yeah <laughs> i just feel bad for him right you know well he's just sold the rights for his autobiography him and michelle he's getting like 60 million dollars for it he's just going you know each chapter begins and you know there's gonna be a chapter about killing osama bin laden do you know what i mean this is a book or a movie it's gonna be a book like an autobiography, like oh, a joint autobiography with I think his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. and Michelle and me yeah. wrote a book and made yeah. lots of money. Yeah, yeah. How I fell in presidency. Love with, how I fell in love with drones. We killed him. We killed him. We killed right. him. Yeah. We sent helicopters into Pakistan. Who'd have thought Osama would be in fucking Pakistan? Right. Michelle and me kicking it on a beach. Now we're free from the presidency. Yeah. Um, do you like that? I can see what I did is I took the Beatles song, Michelle. Oh, I didn't realise that was a thing. And I applied it to... You don't know the Michelle? I don't. Michelle, my belle, sans les mots, ils très bien ensemble. You don't know that song? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a McCartney one. It's a good one. Oh, hey. Um, he, uh, do you know how they found Osama? Um, do you know that the, the Red Cross, right? Mm-hmm. Right, strap in for this little factoid. Mm-hmm. The Red Cross had spies in them, right? And they went into... In them. They, yeah, Inside they had, them. There were some spies in the Red Cross, like right. the agents. In the, in the agents posing as Red Cross yeah, workers. Double, yeah, fine. Right? And they were uh, go. They went into areas where they thought they had intelligence that said where Osama bin Laden was. Mm-hmm. They found out the village they thought he was in, and they did. They went around all the towns in the area and offered. I think it was free polio vaccinations mm-hmm. to everyone in those areas. And obviously, everyone wants a free polio vaccination because no one wants polio. Right. So they go, yeah, and they knocked on every door. Everyone went, yes, please, yes, please, polio, yes, please, give us the injections, yes, please, polio. Right. And then they got to one house, didn't want it. Wow. And they were like, that must be where he is. Polio, oh my and God. And they were right. So the yeah. Red Cross, mm-hmm. in many ways, responsible for the death of a tyrant. There you go. Mm-hmm. So when there you, you go. Money, so you learn things when you listen to this show. Yeah, you do. You, you know? do. Things that I heard from another podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I just feel bad for Obama. That's all I'm saying. I just think he's, he should be chilling right now. And it sounds like he's got still got his work cut out for him. Mm. You know? Every fucking day, there's a new fucking conspiracy theory from this television host that is now the leader of the free world. Mm. It's mental. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mental. Um, but anyway, what else happened this week? Um, I, I know it's, I'm a bit late to this, but, you know, the Oscars happened. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. And it occurred to me, um, how did Mel Gibson get back into the fold? I mean, yeah. what happened? How did he get back in the fold? And I just imagine that he must have had a manager... He's still pretty don't bad. Mention, don't mention the Jews. When you see interviews with him now, he, he's yeah. still you can see his yeah. body language go like, oh no. Yeah. I, I do think it's interesting that 
what that statute of limitations is on in Hollywood on forgiveness. Like he got a best picture nomination. Yeah, he? best director for Hacksaw Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Bridge. Yeah, Hacksaw Bridge. Bridge, starring Wedding Crashers. Guy. Jeff Jeff Bridges. Is he in it? No. Oh, um, I haven't seen it. Uh, but it's just, it is interesting to me that how long you have to lay low for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Just eight, yeah. eight, eight, nine years, eight, nine years and you're just back eight, in the game. Eight or nine years and everyone's like, yeah, do you know what? Okay, let's give them another chance. Okay, come on. We really enjoyed what women want. So yeah, let's yeah. give them another chance. <laughs> that film is the most fucking ludicrous movie ever made. Why? What women want. Because he, what? Where Mel Gibson works in marketing and he's banging everyone, but he's not happy. Right, <laughs> and then one day he electrocutes himself in the bath with a right. hairdryer, and then, then he can he becomes... read women's minds. Oh right, writing, yeah. <laughs> and then he becomes this really imp- like em- like um, empathetic, compassionate human because right. he understands the the plight of the woman. Right, even though all of their problems are probably not what women worry about. Right, you know, mm-hmm. and like he uses it so he can get really good at sex. Right, and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. he can hear what the woman's thinking. And then he uses it to help his marketing as well. Yeah, everyone wins. And then, and then at the end of the movie, he still gets the woman. Oh, and he gets he wins his daughter back. Does he stop hearing voices? He. The funny thing about that movie is he can't hear any Jews, which right, is yeah, really yeah, no, it's Jewish. He's, really he's interesting. No he can hear all women yeah, except yeah. Jewish women. Yeah, which is odd. Which is where it started with Mel. And there's this bit. <laughs> there's this bit where where he. Uh, he goes to like a Chinese psychic as well and it's like it's kind of racist how they portray this Chinese woman seriously watch What Women Want if you haven't seen it for a long time right and the boss is played by Alan Alder oh yeah he's a great actor mm. he goes Mel you can't get into women's minds mm-hmm. you can get into their pants better than anyone I know right but you can't reading you and women and reading their minds just not something you can do so he doesn't get the job. Mm. And then they give it to Helen Hunt, who swoops in, mm-hmm. the master of the marketing department, and then they bang. <laughs> and then yeah, he, then he loses the power, but he still gets the woman. Right. It's a ridiculous film. Speaking of getting into women's minds, yes. I've been watching Fifty Shades of Grey, because it's just gone, come on Netflix, right? Has it? Yeah, so I thought I'd... I, I, I haven't watched it all the way through. And I, I thought, sounded so enthusiastic there. Yeah, yeah. I thought, has, has it? I thought I'd What watch, I meant was, I don't care. Yeah, what, what I thought was I'd watch bits of it, because I kind of watched the first 15 minutes and then I'd report in each week what, what's happened. Can you? I don't know what that film's about. Right, okay. So I, I It can seems tell you, like it's like porn for people that don't watch porn. Yeah, I can tell you what the first 15 minutes is like. Okay. Right. So there's a young English um, literature student, right? Uh-huh. At uni. Yeah, she's at uni. And she lives... That's her, university to the layman. Yeah, yeah. Her flatmate is, is sick. Why is she sick? She's got flu. Okay. She's like, could you go and do this interview with this businessman? Because uh, I'm too sick to do it, so I'll give you all the questions and pretend you're me. Yeah, yeah, and well, no, no, not pretend you're me, just you're someone else. But I'll give you the questions. You go pop along. So he pops along to this. She pops along to this big corporate building. She gets shown up to I don't know the, the penthouse floor, or whatever, and uh, she has this interview with this guy, and it's just really, really stilted. And his name is um, Gray, Christian Gray, right? Oh. Here's the he's the guy. Right, and he's like he's being really kind of elusive and kind of withheld, and then so the, the that meeting happens, and they speak. It's just shit dialogue, and then they she leaves, and she almost like comes when she comes. She gets on the lift. Hang on a minute, she nearly has an orgasm. Yeah, she, she just was, from, yeah, a, yeah, from a meeting. Yeah, it's so tense. That's then, never happened. There's a lot of shots. Like this director, there are a lot of shots of her, like close up shots of her, like sucking a pencil. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. 
Like, I mean, a disproportionate amount of shots of just her, you know, with her just dangling a just pencil on her lip. Like, push it, folding her, her head and neck back and slowly yeah. eating a bunch of grapes. Yeah, yeah. Squeezing nectarines in yeah. her hand, you know? Yeah. So she, rubbing she goes a, away. Rubbing a, rubbing a dry scouring yeah. pad yeah. down the bottom of her feet, getting the dead skin off, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she goes home. Hot. She goes home going, God, I, I want to fuck him. Like, but she doesn't say it, but she totally wants to. And then she goes back to, the, to her flatmate and goes, uh, um, and, she, and her flatmate goes, oh, it's amazing information you got from him. What a great interview. Thank you so much for doing it. I mean, she seems better by this point. So she really could have done the interview. Her, her sick flatmate wasn't really that sick. And so that happens. Anyway, fast forward like another day or so, like half a week or whatever. And she's this, this girl who, who goes to the interview and wants to fuck this guy. She's working in a hardware store because that's where she works. What, this, is she, and she, is she beautiful? Yeah, she, you know, Dakota Johnson, she's a pretty woman, pretty I, girl. I don't know. Anyway, so she, she's working in a hardware store quite incongruously to put herself through fucking university. Yeah, that sounds plausible. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's a bit like Flashdance when she was a welder. Do you know what I mean? And, and then this guy, Christian Grey, shows up and goes, I want cable ties and I want all the bondage gear. And she's getting more and more like turned on. what? I she's like, a... I want cable ties. I want gaffer tape. I need a saw. I need, no, nothing like that. I want, yeah, but just restraining stuff. A wet tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. Toilet plunger. Okay, so that that's it. So it gets already tense again. <laughs> I need a toilet yeah. plunger. Yeah, toilet plunger. I need some bleach. Bleach. Some lime. Yeah, yeah, lime. Yeah, yeah. Some rope. Yeah, yeah. I need an yeah. empty bathtub. Yes. And I need you to follow me into this alley. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, so that happens. So she buys all this stuff. And then they go... Sells. Yeah, so, and then they go for a drink. And then, you know, I think... So he like, goes to get all the bonnet stuff and he manages to procure himself a date. Yeah, that's right. Because he's such a dreamboat, but he's a bit aloof. And then they go and do the um, they go and do the drink, and then right at the end, he grabs and goes, "I'll, I'll break you." She, he goes like, "I'm too, you're, you're, I'm not right for you. I'll break you." And then he walks off. So that's what I've got to so far. There's a lot of bad dialogue. There's fifty. So you're going to re- carry on with this review? Yeah, next I think week. I will. I think I'll just. I mean, it might peter out. There's a sequel, isn't it? A bit it? like the film. Yeah, fifty out now. more shades. Yeah, yeah, closer shades. What's it called? Darker shades. Something grayer shades, yeah, yeah, grayer shades, lamp shades, yeah. Looks like you know when everyone was like, "Oh, look, you know, Basic Instinct, this and that," and it's just like, well, actually, the film is rubbish. Mm. But people just get caught up in the fanfare of the basic, of basic, the subject matter. Basic Instinct was alright. No, it wasn't. She it was, was a what was she a novelist? And she know, was, it was like just rubbish. It was just a know, rubbish film. She across the legs. And like and Michael Douglas goes around the house. She's just getting off with her girlfriend. Like that's ever happened in anyone's life ever. Listen. Michael Douglas has been some pretty good <laughs> unrealistic <laughs> um, films. Speaking of which, I saw uh, Moonlight this week. Oh yeah, you seen that? No, I want to. Looks like winner good. of the best Oscar. Mm. And I have to, I have to make an omission here. Last week, is, I don't know if omission is the right word, but last week I said that I get it. I was like, I know what that film's about. It's blatantly don't old. go in there. It's a race. Yeah, I was like, don't. It's one of those race movies. Don't go in there. Right. But you go in there. Mm. I'll say that you go in there. It's not about race, really. I mean, it is. I got to be honest with you. Best Picture winner, scooped up a lot of Oscars. Huge, very important subject matter. Mm-hmm. And also the first time, I think, ever that there's been a gay-black relationship on a cinema screen. Right. And also, kind of, I guess, the, the, the cultural and social importance of that. Yes. And also the kind of... Um, the facade of machoism as well, like you have to, in that culture, in Miami, you have to, you know, you, or just in, in, you know, in, in, in that life, you have to act like a man all the time. It's very macho. It's kids beating each other up. There's this gay guy having these gay feelings. Indeed. And it's really important. And it's a really boring film. 
<laughs> it's so boring. It's so boring. Oh my god, it's boring. Right. It why, was why? so. It, I, all I'm my my. This is my review of Moonlight. Right. Really important subject. Really boring film. Right. Like it's such an important topic. And I just felt like they made a really, really average film out of it. Great. Well, maybe that's an indictment of you. Maybe you just like explosions and stupid shit, like in Die Hard. And maybe this is a different kind of song. You might have an argument there. It's not. It's not too fast, too furious. Basically, I've never seen that. No, but I, I, so, I'm, I'm guessing that you would take to that. Go see it. Go see it. Because they I need, dare you. They <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes. In the soundtrack, is, do they include top loaders dancing in the moonlight? They do not. Right. No, they don't. I think no, they there's mis- no songs about the moon in it. I think they missed a trick. No. Uh, anyway, we'll do, let's do the letters. Let's do, let's do those. Let's do the letters. It's the letter part of the show. We're going to take a short break here and see if we have any adverts this week. And let's hope that we do, because the more adverts there are, the more money we make. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Was there an advert there? Right, yeah. I don't know. I don't know yet. Then I buy it. I found the voiceover reassuring, yet commanding. Yeah. I felt like I didn't think I wanted that product. Yeah. And then I heard that advert, and now I really want that product. Yeah. It's a bit, it was a bit like being frog-marched by a kindly uncle yeah. into was, a situation that you didn't want. It was alarming, yet satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, every week you can write into the show, ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problem you might be having, write in and we'll answer them. It might be a work problem, like... Yeah. You work in a cubicle next to a man called Mark And he likes chewing gum, chew-chew-chew-chewing gum He likes chewing gum so much, but he chews so loudly that you don't like it It starts to really put you off a few months pass and the chewing gets incessant So you devise a plan of making him stop So you buy him lozenges Here, have some lozenges, you say to him And he goes, no, right, I'm fine with the chewing gum I'm fine with the chewing gum, I quite like it Oh, please, 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 have a lozenge Have a lozenge, have a fucking lozenge No, I'm alright, well, Jesus Christ, I'm fine with chewing gum Have a fucking lozenge, have a fucking lozenge Suck the lozenge No, I don't want a lozenge I like chewing gum, it makes me feel like a cowboy or a breakdancer Come on, suck a fucking lozenge And you grab him by the neck You take him and roll around with him on the floor And he starts to scream, help, 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 help 
Malcolm runs in with a fire extinguisher and donks you across the head. You go fucking mental at this and start hitting Malcolm. Then you hit the guy with the lozenge, then you hit the guy with Malcolm, and you hit the guy with the gun, and then you get the entire packet of gum and shove it in your mouth, 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 and go, there you go, you've reduced me to this, just stop chewing, you prick. Right into the show. <laughs> or maybe it's a, it's a relationship problem, like... Go out with a girl called Pauline and it's going quite well. But the only problem is when you go to a restaurant, she takes ages to order her food. Last time she took about 45 minutes to order. You were angrily chewing breadsticks and Gasoline water Now you just want her to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up and order food So this time when you go to the restaurant You go, you click at the waiter And he comes over and you do that thing where you go She'll be having the fish What are you doing? What are you doing? I, 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 wanna, I wanna pick what I want She'll have the fish She'll love it. Don't worry, sweet cheeks. You'll, you'll love it. And she walks out of the restaurant. Oh, you're trying to win her back. But it's proving hard now. And she's seeing a new guy called Toby. Right into the show. Right into the show. Right into the show. How about that? I don't know what you want from me. I'm just making all of them up. Right? Uh, or maybe it's a sex problem like... You like Sandra, you're very excited with her But sometimes she likes to put you in a human size piñata And assault you with a stick Assault you with a stick, bang bang, assault you with a stick There you go What is that song? Oh that's a halbaba, halbaba <laughs> Remember that song? Halbaza, halbaza it's making me crazy It's making me crazy Every time I look around Every time I look around Every time I look around You're in my face yeah. That's right up there with uh, <laughs> Oh shit That one And you that's like what you'd hear on holiday in Spain. You'd hear the cover band. Yeah. You'd hear them in the distance do it. Yeah. You've just had a really massive argument with your wife. <laughs> yeah. You've been, <laughs> you've, been uh, drinking, you've been drinking by the pool all, all, all afternoon day, and she's getting really, she got really angry at you for just neglecting her uh, and not she like, didn't like the way that quite you, rightly quite she rightly. saw even though you were wearing sunglasses yeah, she yeah. saw you looking at that yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's, her grievances are completely correct because yep. you're not pulling your weight with but the you kids were just and you just got in a <laughs> massive argument with your wife she just stormed out you've, you've gone for early evening drinks you're sipping a pina colada she's just stormed the fuck off right into, into the twilight and uh Rose for the lady. 
I find that song weird because it's like Spanish, but the guy's like a total fucking redneck singing it, isn't it? Yeah. Please let her know that I'm by you. As you can tell you all. Just want to dance the night away. With senoritas who can sway. Odd song. They're like wearing cowboy hats, aren't they? But it's also mariachi. Yeah. You know? It's like surf and turf. Also, just, interesting fact, that whole song is two chords, which is almost unheard of. Right. Most songs are, th- are three minimum. Right. That song is two chords. Good for e them. E and B7. There we go. Anyway, let's crack on with the letters. Yeah. Anyway, I could talk about men's fashion and, and, and all day, but I'm afraid work must be done. Right. What's that film? Don't know. Die Hard. Die Hard quote, and you missed it. Before I read these letters out, I have been told by a legal department to say that we are not trained advice givers, and any advice that we do give should be taken in jest. Your speed is impressive. Okay, uh, bad proposal. Right. Dear EBP, I need your help. My sister's boyfriend is about to propose to her. That's not the problem. He is awesome, and I'm really happy for them. The problem is that he is planning a mahusive proposal. She is a chef, and he's planning to go to her work and reenact her favorite movie, Say Anything, by proposing outside with a boombox over his head. It's the worst idea I've ever heard. I really don't know what's made him think this is a good idea. All it's going to do is embarrass my sister at her job in a really fancy restaurant. Should I not to do, should I not to do it? Or is this a case of live and let live? What is that film with John Cusack in it? Say Anything. Is that the 1980s film? When he holds the boombox over his yeah. head. And I know it's a, it's a, iconic ca- it's image. a Cameron Crowe film, isn't it? Right, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. Uh, should he do it? It's her favourite film, though, right? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I really like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but if, you know, someone dressed up as an Oompa Loompa and came mm. to tell me that my mum was in the hospital, I'd be pretty freaked out by right. it. Right. <laughs> but it might, it might take the sting out of the knees. That's true. That's you know? very true. <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there are plenty of films I like, but I don't need people recreating them while I'm at work. Mm. Well, I think it's not, not your business. Just got to let this play out. You can't go up to him and go, listen, that's a terrible idea. Okay. Maybe the real problem here is not that you're worried your sister's going to be embarrassed being proposed to you. It's that you are lonely and no one's proposing to you. Yeah. Maybe that's what the problem is here, mate. Maybe you want the boombox. Maybe you need a long, hard look in the mirror and you need to say, why doesn't anyone want to marry me? Yeah. You know? That might be why. Yeah. You know? Maybe you should get out of those chat rooms. Yep. And get on the streets. Put the Xbox controller down. Yeah, put it down. Yeah. Put your shoes on. Go out and meet some women. Yeah. Socks. Socks and shoes. Yeah. Hang up your avatar. Yeah. And... uh, Go, go into the real world. Go into the real find world. Some, find Bravely. someone willing to hold a boombox up for you. Yeah. Isn't that the real mean, the lesson here? Yeah. The real lesson here is find someone to hold a boombox up for you. Yeah. Ice cream is not love. There you go. Next letter. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm dating a woman who spends ages in the bathroom. We've been on four dates and we've done one sex. <laughs> <laughs> I did, did a sex. She's cool, funny and has really nice teeth. Here's mm, the problem. Right. right. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah, we, oral hygiene values, is important. Values, values. Uh, here's the problem. She Jeez. spends ages in the bathroom, not just at my house, but in restaurants and bars too, like 20 minutes minimum. Right. And she never gives me a reason. Last week, I told her 
Oh, last week I took her to a gig at the O2 Arena, and I swear to God, she God she missed half the show. What the fuck is going on? Can I ask her what's she doing in there? What's she doing in there? Well, yeah, you should ask her. Um, maybe. I don't know if you should. Maybe she's got well, you know. Well, maybe she's gonna... got something she's embarrassed by. Yeah, well, fine, but just like maybe she's texting a guy that she likes. <laughs> well, maybe, but maybe she's just like maybe she's I don't know. Maybe she's OCD and she needs to. Like to turn around five times in the cubicle and then high five her. Yeah, wash your hands in every sink. Yeah, and yeah. high f- high five a toilet attendant and then just kind of use every Dyson Airblade. Yeah, every use the Airblades five times each. Yeah, and touch every in. soap dispenser. <laughs> and then like maybe sauna. she can't touch the door yeah. handle to open yeah. it. Why isn't every door handle push when you leave the toilet? What are you talking about? Like. When you leave a toilet and you've washed your hands and then you have to touch a doorknob to open the door, every door should just be a push door. But you can wash your hands after the push. No, you wash your hands. Oh, when you're leaving, leaving. And you're leaving I the toilet. I thought you the cubicle. And you're leaving, either way, you're leaving the mm. toilet and you mm. have to pull the door to get out. You're just putting all those fucking piss germs back on your hand. Right. It's gross. Why isn't every toilet a push door? Health and safety. It should be the law. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good. Anyway. Well, that's a side note. Um, um, that is a side note and it I is would, off topic I would talk to her and ask her gently in, in a non-judgmental accusatory I way I don't know man I don't why not know. well clearly she's kind of gone in and she's like maybe applying makeup and doing things like that she would have or, said something or she's taking a massive shit and she doesn't want to talk about it exactly so so what? walk up to her and go listen and in the sweetest way possible go did you just do a massive shit yeah and was it did hard did you just do you have some kind of issue yeah were there, there. W- was there children and was there a pool at which they needed to be dropped off? Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. You know? You missed half the show. Yeah. I bought these tickets. You missed half the show. I'm owed an explanation. Just Were get you? And lean slightly into her space. I know, in all seriousness, just ask, can't you just ask her? Can't you just... No! Go? Why not? Because Why not? she would have offered it up. No. What do you mean, offered she it up? She would have said, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, that, that was... Doing a, a massive shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's she would have what said she, she would have come up with an excuse by now. You're putting her on the spot. I think you're going to make her feel very uncomfortable. Maybe she has just got really bad IBS. Or she's, right. you know, uh, she's so into you, she gets nervous. And that means she needs to poo because she Fine. gets nervous. Fine. And maybe, you know. Well, considering they've just started seeing each other, I think this is a conversation that has to happen down the road. But it does, it will happen at some point. I think the further down the road you get and the more she drops her guard, the more honest she'll be and just one day she'll just come out and say it. What you should do... Look, I crap eight times a day. What you should do is next time you're out and about, go to the loo for 45 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Just go, I'm off to the loo. Just just go for 45 minutes. See, if she, see if she says get, anything. Play Angry Birds. And then just come back and then just she'll go, where the fuck have you been? I, was like, I might ask you the same question. Boom. You're away. Dialogue. I can't argue with that. That's genius. All right, next letter. Riding solo. Dear EBP, next week I've managed to get a theatre ticket for myself for £3 for a big West End show. Uh, Although I'm super proud of getting this ticket so cheaply and excited to see the show, I've never been to the theatre or done much of that scale on my own. Huh? Uh, Do you have any tips for doing this sort of stuff on your own? Well, going to the theatre? Yeah. Well, it's very simple. You turn up with your ticket... (laughs) You, you, the usher shows you where you're going, you sit and you down. sit down. You watch the fucking show, and then Take you get off. you get up. Hopefully, moved and changed in some way. Uh, ideally, moved, and then you move yourself out of the theatre onto the train and home. It's pretty simple. Do you wish that people still wore suits and dresses to go to the theatre? No, 
You don't. Why? Don't know. I just. You miss, wish people made more of an effort. I just miss. I just miss occasions. You know, not many things are an occasion anymore. Like it used to be, like when you go on an airplane, you'd wear a suit. Not not in our lifetime, but when I look at pictures of airplanes, yeah, people it's a special occasion. People are wearing suits because they're about to go in the air. Yeah. You know, and then you go to the theater, you'd wear a dress or shit. I'd know. wear a suit if I went to space. Well, that would be different because you'd have you know. to wear a space suit. No, but I'd wear a suit. Oh, you'd wear a tux under your space suit? Yeah, I'd wear a suit. Well, that makes sense. That like, is if I went, a... you know, this new tourism, space tourism, that's the equivalent, isn't it? Just whack on a, some, a top and tails. In many ways, that is the, the new best thing you could do socially, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think, you know, the only thing people dress smart for is eating now. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Right. I mean, why? That's just going to turn out as poo. Yeah, you have this attitude towards food. Yeah. Which is why bother? Because it's all going to turn to shit, quite yeah. literally. The greatest meal you ever have and the drunk McDonald's are both leaving out the same door. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one might be coming yeah. in through a VIP yeah. entrance yeah. Mm. and the other one you might be sneaking down an alley hoping mm. no one sees you. Mm. But they're leaving out the same fucking door. The arsehole is a great leveller. It is. The leveller of life. Mm. Uh, anyway, my advice would be uh, wear a suit and then, and then go watch the play and then leave. Yeah. You know? And then tweet about it. I'd like to know what show it is. Can you tell us what show you're <laughs> yeah. going to see? Yeah. Well, I'm forgetting cheap tickets. But that's it. You'll, you'll be fine. I think that the, 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 what's behind the question is, how do you go to a place on your own? Like, how do you go to the movies on your own? How do you go to the theatre on your own? You just do it and it's a lot of fun. Here's what you do. You don't have to talk to anyone. Here's what you do. Don't shower for three days before. Wear a long raincoat and stand in the queue near children. Yeah. <laughs> Heckle the actors. Yeah. They love that. Remember, when it. you go to the theatre, you're not just watching the show. It's an interactive. You, yeah. You yeah. are part of the show. And the first one to shout something wins a prize. Wins a, wins Did a, you know yeah. that? You yeah. might win a holiday or a VW Beetle. Yeah. Um, so uh, shout, wear a suit, mm-hmm. don't wash, long raincoat. Uh, when the, oh, here's the other thing that happens. When, you, when the interval happens at the theatre, mm-hmm. if you walk to the bar, they just put free drinks on the side. Yeah, yeah. There might be other people's names next to those drinks. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Have you ever just stolen booze? No. Oh, I have. <laughs> You've never stolen a drink no, from no. an interval? Seriously? No, no. I stole an umbrella from, the ch- from a church the other day. Right. Went to a gig, mm-hmm. and uh, it was pissing it down when the gig finished. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And you just thought, me first? No. I that's, saw the that's lo- what this culture has come to. That's the erosion of values. And you just thought, do you know what? It's raining out there. Fuck the guy who owns that. Fuck him. Not just, uh, maybe if I, maybe it's okay if I take it. No, fuck that guy. And you just took it, didn't you? It was in the lost property. Okay. There was a big box that said lost property. And there was an umbrella in there. And I thought, you know what? I've lost so many umbrellas. Yeah, the rationalizations is, kicked in. Yeah, this is the... Yeah, u- yeah. What do you mean, what? what? Yeah, yeah. Do you know that? Just, whenever anyone is about to do something that they know is wrong, they go, do you know what? And balance. <laughs> and then they, 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 go to, they conclude that the universe is telling them to do it. You know, they completely absolve themselves of moral responsibility. Yeah, the, in fact, the universe is kind of telling me to take the, take the fucking pro- object. There are at least 20 people on the planet who are, who have found one of my umbrellas or right. taken one of my umbrellas. Right. This wasn't anyone's umbrella. Mm-hmm. It was in the lost property. And I thought, you know what? My turn. <laughs> no one got hurt. No my one turn. noticed. Oh, no one got hurt. That's brilliant. I did walk away very quickly from the church. Like I'd, like I'd stolen something from the church, actually. That's what it felt like. But you were guilty and dry. 
I felt bad. And then I told some people that I was with and they made me go take it back. And I went, I'm not taking it back. <laughs> I was like, it's from out of the lost property. It right. doesn't belong to anyone. Well, technically well, someone could Jesus. come back. It belongs Ten- to Someone Jesus. could come back and go, oh, I don't know if, the, uh, if it's in your lost property, but I left a, a nice gold studded, you know. It was a cheap, shitty umbrella. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for the show. Uh, join us next week for more nothing on the Excitable Boy podcast. Please go on iTunes and leave a review or put some stars in. Yeah. Do that. And um, thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget that you're going to die. You're going to die alone. <laughs> thank you for listening for another week. Goodbye. Don't forget that you're going to die and it's only going to get more bleak. All right. You might be young right now and thinking, I want to grow up and do that. Mm. But the older you get, the more you realise that you're probably never going to get there. No. And then you'll see people you know becoming really successful. Yeah. And then you'll have to deal with the fact that you're never going to be quite as successful. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Fuck you. Fuck your life. Fuck your life, fuck your life, fuck your life and fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your life, fuck your life, fuck your life and fuck you. Fuck your life, yeah, fuck your life, fuck your life. And it's true. Here comes the music. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.